What's good? I'm Scott. Are you? Yeah. (laughs) I'm Prince. And this is the first last podcast. Today we are going to be talking about creation care. Earth. The earth. All right, let's get into it. All right, so creation care. Yes, that's what, what is that? Man, it's a catchy phrase that Scott uh suggested. That's what it is. Um along with that, it is just this question that I have been pondering for a couple months now as to what is our responsibility as believers when it comes to the environment, earth, Gotcha. And more, even more specifically, resources. Um, mm, resources. Yes. Feels like scarcity. Feels like economics. I, I promise it's not today. Today is not class day. Today is open, open lecture. I don't know what to call it. Uh, but basically, yeah, like, I feel like everybody uses things. Every- I, <laughs> I think you have to. Exactly. You know? Everybody wears clothes. Everybody eats. Everybody, most people drive. Um, some people fly, some people, you have yachts, that's them. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said what? <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, and then you also see, like, the other side of the coin, which is, hey, use less, conserve, eat less of certain things to benefit the environment. Yeah, go vegan or you're the worst. Go vegan, you know, you know electric vehicles. And I'm not saying Tesla. Yeah, I'm not saying one or the other is bad and one or the other is good. I know what I would do personally. Like I'm not ever. You will never see me on this life of mine in this life of mine going vegan. Just putting that out there. No, no issues. I got no issues with the vegans, bro. It's all Jamie Fox said. He said. <laughs> he said. I don't know. He said. He said. Uh, is Jamie Fox v or just say is Jamie Fox Baptist or I think he said is Jamie Fox vegan? He's like, man, I'm Baptist. <laughs> I believe in Jesus Christ. I don't know what, what vegans do as far as heaven and hell, but I'm Baptist. Oh my God. Started quoting the Bible. But um Yeah, so that's basically what I'm saying is like That's how some of y'all be sounding. Sorry. I just I, had I, to I, say I, it. Hey. But like myself included sometimes. Yeah, Sorry. You know. But basically I'm just saying, you know, it's all fine and dandy to be like environmental and care about the environment, tweet about the environment, post about the environment. And it, it, it's it's simple in theory. But everybody lives lives that are heavily contingent upon our consumption of resources. Literally, we wake up in the morning and we, I mean, you got to eat. You got to drink water. You have to drive to work. I mean, not this year, you know, but you have to turn on a computer. <laughs> you know, you use electricity. Electricity comes from somewhere, bro, you know. I'm trying like, to get solar panels low key. It would be nice, but solar panels have to be made. So it's like you, I, I just, I, I'm not, I don't want to discuss this just out of, cynicism just trying to you know bring something down to a point where i can just dismantle it no i really want to discuss this because i think it's important to just get a grip on it you know as believers like what are we what are we really trying to do here you know and i think god has answers indeed so what if you were to give an answer to your own question as best as you could at the moment what would you say like Uh, how how should we be acting as believers you know a lot of questions like this have sound like cop out answers, but I would really say with wisdom. Um, you know, Indeed. No, yeah, Indeed. I would say with wisdom, you know, be discerning. Like, 
cut your cloth according to your size type thing. Like you can live the life. Like no one has to force me to not eat beef. I don't think that's necessary, you know, but, you know, am I wasting food? You know, that's yeah. a good question. Or am I taking very inefficient ways to very clear places transportation wise? Or uh, am I using three cars when we really could use one? You know, am I not reusing plastic bags when it would be very wise to do so? You know, just things that kind of make sense and low key. Yeah. Some of these things actually save money. So it's, um, it goes hand in hand with being frugal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or even just being wise. <laughs> like, what? you know, um, yeah. But there's, I just feel like there's so much that we can't control in this, you know, and that's, that's a whole nother issue. And I, I really, you know, for the sake of our listeners, I want to try to not think too far out, but you know, just hopefully we can answer some questions today. That's my answer, though. I would say with wisdom. Just with to wisdom. go back to your question, I would say with wisdom. Like how how does one how does one answer the question of? Dang. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just be wise daily. Yeah, I think so. One of my camp directors that I had at Stony Creek, his name is Dom, but he always was encouraging like rethinking things, mm-hmm. not in like an unhealthy of like we're doing everything wrong, we need to fix it, but in the constant striving for i guess i would say excellence like striving for excellence in everything that we do and not not believing that oh because we did it this way the first time it's perfect so i think a lot of this comes down to like analyzing yourself and how you do things and why you do things like am i doing things to be comfortable so i i mean yeah like all this kind of falls under what you're saying with wisdom right but i think even just a a tangible thing i guess not tangible but you know what i mean that you can do is is analyzing yourself it's like what are my motivations here Mm -hmm. like why why do i want to have a plastic water bottle as opposed to you know a metal one Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just laziness yeah well that's what i'm saying like a lot of times i feel like it's comfort or laziness or whatever you want to call it and i think those things especially like there's not there's not really a oh it could be could not be no it's like okay you're just being lazy yeah and that's I'm talking to myself as well. You know oh, what I'm saying? Of course. It's always it's but, always, you know. Here our first last Here our first last podcast. We are never above the thing that we talk about. Facts. Always an open disclaimer. <laughs> Facts. No, but I mean, truly, it there's no reason that I should be like it's not hard for me to get a Brita. It's not hard for me to um use the the filtered tap in my fridge. Turn off a light here and there. Turn off <laughs> like, you know, like you know, th- things like that. Yeah. In terms of like taking care of the earth with using our resources wisely and the yeah, wisdom that you're talking about, for sure. But I think that it goes even deeper than that. You I mean, know, like there, there, there's not my fault. Yeah, shoot. <laughs> but there's off. there's that half right of like let's just use things wisely. But there's the other half of uh, that goes beyond just the basic stewardship. Of are there systems that we should be changing or fighting to change? And that's why I think I like hmm. on some level. Uh, feel like the the argument from the vegan side because like the meat packing and different things like that like it's not great it's not a great industry mm-hmm. and coming at it from the hey these systems are corrupt or these systems are broken or these systems are not good you know and coming at it from that end of hey let's do something to remedy this or let's use our purchasing power or our, our power as consumers to do something about this 
I rock with that. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Now, I am still going to eat meat. Yeah. But I I will actively purchase ones, like a thing of meat that if I know that it's coming from a sustainable, sustainable source, I'll pay a, an extra dollar or two. So what if you- Personally. Could, yeah, yeah, right. And like, but even like, what if you couldn't? Like, what if you, because most, it, see like- that, That's where it gets really hard. Yeah, sometimes it's it's this thing of, being environmentally friendly is cost effective and obviously it's not ever going to always fit into that box but honestly sometimes for the the le- less privileged it's like i can't afford to yeah, be environmentally pr- pr- um shoot what's the word and just environmentally like sustainable yeah, or what, whatever you want in certain ways like you know i i can't afford to get organic uh organic this and yeah. all, like this that and the third you know and I think that's the reality, and honestly, that it's it's really sounds like a lot of other privileged dynamics where the person who is more privileged should kind of, on in some way, do their part for the person less privileged. Yeah, there's more of a burden there. Yes, you know, you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, if I can afford to make certain decisions, I should strive to make those decisions on behalf of the people who can't. You know, like literally, if I have electricity in my house and people, certain people don't have electricity in the world, it's actually considerate to like save some for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's interesting. Well, I think it all, like, I think it goes back to a more holistic view of stewardship. I, if you ask me what my definition of stewardship is, it's doing the best with what you've been given or what you've been gifted. For sure. Right? So stewardship of your abilities is like the, the, build, the abilities that the Lord has gifted you with, doing your, your best with those. Um, within the realm of possibility, right? Mm-hmm. And the same thing with, I think it's the same thing with resources and opportunities. It's doing the best with what you've been gifted. That's good stewardship. So good stewardship can look very different for someone depending on their socioeconomic status, depending on their opportunities that are surrounding them and facing them. And yeah, I mean, that that's really where I would where I would land that in terms of stewardship is just doing the best with what you've been given slash gifted yeah i'm glad you brought that up because there's actually a verse that i wanted to discuss um in first corinthians 4 it says um that it is now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful or in other words in the esv version it says moreover it is required that stewards of stewards that they be found faithful and obviously it's talking about um when jesus comes back just being ready you know but yeah I think this does apply to everything, like most things. Yeah. Because um, I do think that um, God cares about our hearts and we can experience God just by being faithful in things. And truthfully, mm. if I'm full disclosure, <laughs> come on, I literally told you before we started this podcast or this episode, I was like, you know, Scott, I don't really feel like doing this today. That's a fact. That happens. <laughs> you know, I got here. I got here at what two thirty? It is seven. <laughs> so we we did did. I mean, hey, bro. It is what we, it is. Like we 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 were really just chilling, bro. Just kicking back, just bro time, whatever. Right? I was like, man, I really don't feel like doing this today. But we do understand that God cares about our hearts, and if we are faithful, I mean, He's gonna be faithful regardless. But he he just loves faithfulness. It's, it yeah. reflects his character. And I think that applies to the environment as well. It's like we have to be faithful. We have to steward this world. Like it it literally can someone can experience God by watching a believer 
be faithful over resources and even the environment, especially if we know why we're doing it, which is huge. Why are you doing this? Yeah. We're doing this because this earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Facts. It you is. <laughs> I So when we talk about like creation care and we talk about stewardship, there's this verse in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, and it says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Take care of it. No, let's, let's take talk. Take care <laughs> of it. Let's talk about both now, of them. Now, this is right before God gives all the commands, or all the commands, gives the command to Adam to not eat of the fruit of the tree. And so in, in my mind, like I see this as this is part of a command that he's giving is like, you need to work it and you need to take care of it. And if that's the original command given to Adam for what Eden should look like, then I believe that uh, even though this world is corrupted by sin facts, it is still our responsibility to work it and to take care of it. Now what take care of it looks like that. That's where you get into dicey, but but I think that don't forget the work your part is like, Oh, facts. Yeah. You know, like you can't just hate, everything that is culture like i really want to be clear because people can disagree with me and it's okay but i don't think it's fair to just be like you know for certain industries and i'm talking i'm just gonna say it i'm talking about the energy industry like it's like sometimes i think it can be this thing of oh oil and gas bad or um this industry bad but we live off this industry. We get gasoline off this industry. Yeah. We um get plastics off this industry. We get household things off. We get literally houses off this industry. But yet, you know, it can be this thing where they're scrutinized. And it's okay. I'm not saying don't hold people accountable. So I'm saying BP was bad, bro. A couple years back. That was that was terrible. We know what bad stuff, what bad handling and bad that's bad stewardship, you know? But what I'm saying is there is a call to cultivate this earth. And that's where the I think there's this wrestling point for me. Yeah. Because I'd so desperately like like I so desperately want to cultivate things. I want to see things go from like um, you know, working working materials to finished products. Like yeah. I, I wanna see that. You know, like I think it's so cool, you know? Like literally these these electric vehicles, there's cobalt mines that literally have to be dug like crazy in actually congo and that's a whole nother story because there's actually some injustice there but there's like there's just levels to this bro so that's what i'm saying is like i think there's there is a it's double-edged like we have to cultivate responsibly and wisely we also have to steward everything the uncultivated and the cultivated wisely so that's i think that's a simple way of putting what i'm saying without rambling yeah i think there's a tension you know, as there is with, I feel like a lot of things in the Bible of, hey, we we want to to work it and we want to work it and produce great products and and cultivate. You know, like like you're saying, and then also we like t- the taking care of it part. So in every every aspect of the process, wanting to take care of it and take care of the resources and take care of the work, and that's where it comes into the stewardship. But I I think that I think that there's enough things that we do that are not so much oh we're doing this just to create a a great product it's just like oh this is functional and so we just do it does that make sense um yes it does i understood it as i was so like so energy and gas like yes there there is petroleum gas that comes from the earth right mhm but 
I don't think I think that we chose that as this is the this is the one energy energy source that we're going to go for go for and go with. And we've relied on that to the extent that seeking legitimate alternatives in a sustainable way is even harder. No, absolutely. And so that that that's what that's what I'm I'm kind of taking this angle of hey, in terms of caring for it, caring for the for the world, okay. regardless of whether we're working it or not, like I think that we are in some areas failing badly and failing on purpose in that regard. In which regard? In the taking care of it throughout the process. Yes, I can agree. I can definitely agree. Um and I think it's I think it's a little bit selfish. You know, like like that's where I think it stems from is the is the mm-hmm. selfishness of we want the comfort of it because the very end result is us being able to drive to work in these cars you know, that we like. You know, you're right. I think. <laughs> okay. Like um, you can disagree. No, I, for sure, for sure. And I, I know it's just I'm trying to really think about what you're saying. Um, and I, I think I do agree. Um, it's because, I think it's because we were talking about oil and gas. So I was trying to figure out what you were saying. Gotcha. Because I do think that they definitely there could be more responsibility there and accountability and things. But also the the reality in my head is a lot of people need it. Like some people, some, some people don't even have it yet. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's low key a privilege to even think about other um, you know, uh, what's it called? Energy sources in in some ways, you know, um, because some people either don't have it or just haven't come around to it because they just can't afford it. Um, but aside from that, I'm not saying I disagree there because I don't even know what you were really saying there, but I know it was making sense. <laughs> um, but I really do agree with the um comfort part. Um, mm. and while like while you were speaking, it really just was you know, in my head, as you were saying, it was, you know, where it says um, in Proverbs, I think we already talked about this on the podcast, actually, this verse, that um, a wise man, I think is a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, right? Yep. Even, even so, right? Is that selfishly, I really want to be like, ah, like, you know, a couple of generations down, they'll be all right. I'm sure they'll figure out this and I'll just do what I want, you know. Yeah. Let me get let me get the four wheeler with the the lifted four wheeler with the black smoke coming out of it, right? But realistically, it is more wise to at least try. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's all. That's all well, I'm I think saying. that sorry that verse, like the inheritance part, like we so often think of it as specifically monetary. Yeah, monetarily, but that can be that can be resources uh, that we were we intentionally. Uh, like rationed those resources absolutely it could be uh time on a healthy ish planet you know like looking for more sustainable things so that the planet isn't in complete disarray when they're on this planet you know yep. so i i think it can hit all of those things and really like what i really think this all comes back to is just that we so often forget that everything that we have whether it be in intangible gifts or tangible resources, everything that we have comes from above. It comes from God. Talk it's God's. Him. Talk to him. Period. Now. Yeah. Like it just is. Come on. And I'm a cheerleader mo. Go crazy. <laughs> nah, but it, we we forget that, and we forget that frequently. And I say we because I am very much so a part of that mm-hmm. on my day to day. But I I think that part of True creation care is being a good 
remember, remember, I don't know, memor, not memorizer, but Six. like continually remembering uh, whose all of this is. Yes, come on. And what we, have, what we have truly been entrusted to. Yes, sir. And I think it's as simple as that. Mm. But we just, we've, we're forgetful. We're forgetful. And honestly, shout out to my boy, Andrew Carter, man, because um, he challenged me a couple weeks back. So I was talking to him about um, just the gospel and certain um, doubts that I was having of, you know, things in the gospel, but not doubting the gospel, doubting with my heart at times. And he was telling me a very good prayer, um, very simple prayer, actually. It is that we would believe the gospel more often. And when he said mm. it, I was like, wow. <laughs> like, I was like, wow. And I think this is just perfectly there. It's just that we would believe that there was truly a savior who was God, died on this earth, was killed by us, crucified by us, and loved his enemies, died, rose again three days later, and gave us this earth to steward until he calls us home to mm. the to the new earth, right? Yeah. And even this, the gospel is intertwined, that we literally are not here to just consume, but we're actually here to restore. We're supposed to be restore, restorative people. You know, we're supposed to bring healing to things, not just, you know, waste things away. Yeah. So I think that's huge. But yeah, um, we want to leave y'all with the bye-bye verse <laughs> today, which is Psalm 24.1. Scott, you got it? Yeah, yeah. So Psalm 24.1 says, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Everything belongs to God. It's all his. Straight up. Period. All right. Hey, this has been First Last Podcast. I'm Prince. And I'm Scott. Don't forget to like, subscribe, shoot, comment on our photos. Follow us on Instagram at First Last Podcast. Yeah. Follow Follow us on on Twitter Twitter at The First Last Podcast. The First Last Podcast. Follow Scott. Follow me. And follow Jesus. Peace. We out.